The tools of a youth pastor. What are the most important um, characteristic traits or whatever of a youth pastor? So let me, let me go back and deal with that first question in 60 seconds because to me, uh, I'll get to family, I'll get to study, I'll get to the team dynamics, but to me, um, we are not just an event coordinator. We are preachers. Now, hear me, I know that's gonna show me a little bit because the veterans are strong at saying, you know, it's preaching, it's preaching, it's the anointing and whatever. Again, these are generalizations just to help us see this. And the younger crowd is like, no, 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 man, we need, we need parties, we need context, we need, right? And uh, that's, that's important to us. And if you're a mix in between, man, you're the hybrid and that's probably where we should all be. But I think sometimes we forget that preaching should be one of the most important things that we do as a youth pastor. And what I mean by that is both preaching and teaching. I call it the, the method of discipleship that we're doing. Now, I know there are all kinds of ways to, to be a youth pastor, okay? Um, there are all kinds of philosophies of being a youth pastor. It's, it's in the last book that I just put out. It's all over the blog. You can see it. And some of you who know me well have heard me talk about this. They're, they're, you could put them in two categories, presence-based and program-based. I don't like separating them because I think programs can have presence and I think presence can be programmed, okay? But that's kind of how we think in formats and styles, okay? But what happens is when we're building the perfect youth pastor, I'm just throwing that together. I don't know that that was necessarily, uh, you know, why the question came, but when you're building that, when you're putting the tools on a youth pastor, okay, because none of us are perfect, I think we have to begin with this concept of discipleship. And what's crazy is, if you look at the last 10, I'm just gonna say 10 years. You could say five and you could say 15. Um, whatever we've been doing isn't working, okay? Whatever we've been doing is, like, uh, you, you know, if, if in my book I cover this on the future of youth ministry, and trends, there's two different chapters on that. And one of the things I talk about is maybe what we need to do is stop doing everything we've been doing or do it better, right? We know that that's probably the best way. But I think sometimes we'll say, no, it's small groups, it's small groups, and no, it's campus outreach, and no, it's, you know, whatever. Listen, whatever we've been doing is working to the percentage of 4% theology in Gen Z and only 33% of teenagers in our youth groups, in your youth groups, guys, gals, in our youth groups, only 33% can name half of the Ten Commandments. So whatever we've been doing isn't working. We know that, okay? So let me begin there. That's discipleship. I think it is uh, preaching and teaching, okay? Second, I think one of the, one of the critical, I don't even want to necessarily put these in order because you're going to feel, you'll see what I'm saying. I think your personal character and your personal life has everything to do with everything. I think it all hinges on that. I think your preaching hinges on it. And some of the other things I'm gonna mention here, I think it all hinges on your personal character. Like some of you know, you've seen the crash and you've seen the burn because somebody was not very healthy. And all of a sudden their rise to fame was not as important to them is their rise in their own faith. And so they flame out because of this character issue, okay? 
to me, your wellness, okay, your wellness is both spiritual and physical. And the physical being, and I mean, when I say the physical, I mean your, men, your mental and your relational, all of that. But it's the natural and the spiritual, okay? And sometimes when we think of um, personality, or we, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, when we think of integrity or we think of character, we think maybe uh, it's just my personality and what I bring to the table, you know. I think it goes beyond that. I think if we're going to have integrity, it has to be both spiritual and natural. And what I mean by that is spiritual in the sense of your, that character, the spiritual gifts. Natural, let's say heart, spiritual heart. Natural, it's your communication, your relational ability, your wellness, that's, that's the hand. So we have to have both the heart and the hand working together to get integrity. Make sense? Um, it's, it's not just the anointing brother, okay, or sister. It is also how well I'm studying and how well I communicate in my language and my relational capital with people, my burning bridges, or, okay, and my own health, my own mental uh, capacity. It, 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 so I think that we have to be more holistic when we answer uh, that question when it comes to integrity. Because I do not separate integrity from the spiritual and the natural. I think it all goes hand in hand, okay? Uh, and it, it affects it. Here's the third one. When we're, when we're looking at the tools that need to be on uh, the belt of, of a youth leader. If we are, are not doing good sociology, good cultural study, then it's going to be very difficult for you to relate to... Um, to students, okay? Listen, you can create all the messaging you want from a theological content standpoint, but if we don't do our context well, okay, if we're not doing our context well, then we've lost the content, the, the, the message. So I want to challenge you to, and I know it's so hard right now, man. It is so difficult right now to get time with teenagers, isn't it? And, you know, it's, so you have to do some extra work. But I want to challenge you to sit with teenagers every week, not just leaders. Catch that? I know sometimes the older that we get and the longer we do this, we can have a tendency to lead leaders and not students. But what happens then is I think that's where you hear youth leaders say, man, I don't relate to the kids anymore. It's time for me to move on. Listen, Bruce is 60, 60, 60 something. And I'm 57, okay, and we still relate to teenagers because we still have teenagers in our life. So that whole sociological, contextual part of it is talking and speaking to teenagers and getting, asking them the questions and getting to know them. So it's that part of the relational part of it is still shaping your message, your messaging. Listen, I don't believe that you grow, you have to grow out of youth ministry. It, it, listen, if it's your calling, you just have to reinvent yourself. Okay, you just have to recreate yourself and go through the stages. Okay, listen, the stages of being a brother or a sister to them, being the uncle or the auntie to them, being the mother or the father to them, and then being the grandfather or the grandma to them. 
And each one of those stages has, it is sweeter. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. So just uh, that part of it. Fourth one, and then uh, I'll throw this out there for the last couple of minutes. We'll see if anybody else wants to add to this. Um, the fourth one is, uh, one of the key tools to me is being team-oriented. Okay? Team-oriented. In other words, the book doesn't start, uh, doesn't stop with you. The book doesn't stop with you. You're not the sole authority. I think some of the greatest youth pastors are great delegates. Okay? They are great delegates. They, they are team managers. Think, think of it this way. Superman has a weakness. Okay? Wonder Woman has a weakness. But super friends or the Avengers have no weakness. When you put them all together, there's no weakness. And what happens is sometimes we can go solo in youth ministry. And when you go solo in youth ministry, you set the bar so low. <laughs> okay? So you have to be really careful that we're not bringing another thought, other minds, involving other people, giving power to other people. So that team-oriented approach to the leadership training, to student leaders, everyone leading so that um, it, there's no weakness to it. All right, so those would be, man, there's so many more tools. I've, I've blogged on this. Um, <clears throat> in the book that just came out, there's a whole chapter on the, on, youth, on the youth leader. So you go into more of that. So I gave you just like four things or so of the eight or 10 that we could talk about.